As Homer Simpson once famously said, Son, if something's hard to do, then it's not worth doing. Let's go watch TV. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably don't subscribe to that particular point of view. But if you've also been one to say the journey is half the fun, you've been going through a lot of projects with one eye closed. At least that's how I see it. Sometimes we know where we want to go, but we find the road to getting there daunting, overwhelming, impossible to get started. Usually because it looks like a very big objective and we don't know quite how to get started. And sometimes because it requires us to do things that we don't love. And yet life is full of things that we don't love, so we have to still find a way through them. Hi, I'm Michael Hayward. I'm host of Coach on Your Shoulder. And today we have a very special guest podcast from my co-producer, Melissa Simmons, who is a leadership coach and founder of Luminology. And Melissa is going to talk about this very challenge. If you are someone who has been told to enjoy the process, but you find that suggestion to be annoying, confounding, or you simply have no idea what that means or how to actually achieve it, then this episode is for you. Hi, I'm Melissa Simmons, executive and leadership coach and founder of Luminology. You might remember me from the first four episodes of Coach on Your Shoulder. Michael asked me to come back for a solo cast where I can share a coaching nugget with his audience. Think of it as coaching to go, where you can get something that you can take and experiment with immediately in your own life. A few years ago, I came across the concept of shifting my mindset from outcome goals to process goals. And I wish I could remember where I first encountered this concept, but at this point, it's lost in my memory. The philosophy itself is common in the area of sports performance, but I think it translates nicely to business or any other area of high performance. The basic idea is that you focus less on the outcome and more on the process. This can be extrapolated and put into layman's terms as enjoy the journey, not just the destination. When I came across this idea, the concept of enjoying the journey resonated with me immediately. And I would say it created a meaningful shift in my thinking and my behavior. I consider myself someone to be very goal-oriented, and I had come to expect kind of a low after achieving a goal, which really was kind of a bummer. Here I would have a big goal, I would focus on it, work toward achieving it, oftentimes for months, and then I would end up feeling a bit disappointed after the initial elation of accomplishing my goal. This phenomenon confounded me. However, once I shifted my focus to process over outcome, it made a difference. I embrace this concept willingly. For me, I think I just encountered it at the right time in my life. I even rewrote some of my goals in process form so that I could better enjoy not just the end state of accomplishing my goal, but also the time it took to get there. And just to be clear, it's not that I was hating the process before, but I certainly wasn't loving it because I was treating the steps as a means to an end, a way for me to reach my ultimate outcome goal. I found my new perspective to be satisfying and really life-changing. I was able to settle into the process and find true satisfaction and enjoyment in the journey. It seemed natural to me at the time. And as I reflect back now, I think what was really happening was that I was grounding my perspective in mindfulness and gratitude. 
I was able to be more present with my process, with the day-to-day steps along the journey. I was engaging more fully in the moment instead of constantly looking ahead to the finish line. And as a result, what was real for me is that I was able to enjoy and feel grateful for the little moments. Now, theory is great, but sometimes an example helps to illustrate the point. Let's imagine that you have a goal of changing careers and you need to get a certification to be qualified to work in the new field. In this case, we'll consider it your outcome goal to earn the certification. So in our example, your process goals could be something like study 20 minutes per day or complete one module per month. Using my method that I've already talked about so far, you'd simply take a deep breath, get grounded, and then study. Be fully present and engaged, silently express gratitude that you've created the opportunity for yourself to evolve, enjoy the study session, and maybe even be pleasantly surprised when the 20-minute timer sounded because it feels like you'd only just sat down and been studying for one minute. Okay, now before you throw up or tune out, I realize that sounds like a magic wand approach to some people. While that was true for me that I was ripe and ready for this mindset shift, it does sound a bit magical or black box or nonspecific. In fact, this came to haunt me a few weeks ago. I was sharing my enlightened perspective with someone who really pushed back and challenged my thinking about this. He asked me, what if you just don't enjoy the process? Now, this is someone who had a clear outcome goal in mind. He was willing to put in the work and he was hating every step of the journey. My suggestion to enjoy the process fell completely flat, and at the time, I wasn't really sure how else to help. My first instinct was to talk about how to create the process goals. This is essentially identifying the small steps that are required to move you forward toward the ultimate outcome goal. If you want to think of it in this way, it's the how-to of shifting your mindset. You identify and establish your plan. It's the tactical step required to establish your process. And for many people, this is implied when setting an ambitious goal. In our career change example, it's the step of breaking down your study requirements into daily and monthly targets. Unfortunately, it didn't help my friend who had already done this step and was still struggling to find any enjoyment in the process. I had a light bulb moment when I was listening to Alex Hormozy on the Impact Theory podcast. First, I'll give you some background about Alex Hormozy. He's a successful entrepreneur who now helps other entrepreneurs build thriving companies, and he is essentially a behaviorist. He believes in the theory of stimulus and reward to train behaviors and that more or less anything can be trained if you do the set of behaviors required for the desired state. I considered whether I could extrapolate Alex's philosophy and apply it to a plan for falling in love with process. And for the remainder of this episode, I'll give you two main strategies that you might be able to use to train yourself to enjoy the journey. The first strategy requires you to create a clear vision of your future self. What that means is your future self after you've accomplished your outcome goal. This strategy harnesses the power of emotion to fuel the behavior that you desire. You must imagine what it would feel like to be that future version of yourself, someone who has achieved mastery and who can do the process steps with ease. 
For example, let's pretend like your goal is to play the piano. If you don't immediately enjoy the process of practicing scales and you're still finding it challenging and tedious, imagine the future proficient you who plays scales with ease and enjoys doing it because you're good at it. Create this alter ego who does enjoy the action you are currently disliking and then embody that person. Remind yourself that a person who is good at playing the piano is someone who is also good at playing scales. Start to enjoy being the type of person who enjoys practicing and believe that a good piano player would enjoy practicing because they're good at it. Now, why could this strategy possibly work? The reason why is because when you become better at something, you'll inevitably enjoy it more. You can use the power of your imagination and your emotion to convince yourself that this is true. Then use it as a hack to get yourself over the hump. In Hormozy's words, this is a way to lengthen your extinguish curve, the time when you keep doing the action but don't yet see the results. In my words, it's a way to coach yourself into enjoying the journey by enforcing the belief that the small steps you take today will add up to big results eventually. Strategy number two involves increasing the ways you measure progress and creating small rewards. This taps into the behaviorist theory of rewarding the behavior you want to reinforce and that we tend to repeat behaviors that, we ha that have rewarded us in the past. It works on increasing enjoyment because we all love a win. I know I do. Hormozy asserts that having more ways to measure means having more ways to win. He uses the example of having an outcome goal of getting out of bed within 10 minutes of waking. You could establish a small external daily reward for doing the desired behavior and also start keeping track of your results. By keeping track over time, instead of making it a binary yes or no, pass or fail on each day, you are able to zoom out, give yourself some perspective, and determine your performance over time. What I mean is, you could measure each day, but actually save your assessment until the end of the month. What this does is give you a way to create a broader view and establish new ways to quote-unquote win. If you were at 60% success this month, then even 61% next month is progress. And you'll be able to see that when you assess again at the end of next month. The magic of this strategy is that it gives you new ways to determine success and layers on enjoyment in the form of actual rewards and the ability to see your progress instead of getting mired in the details. Now, before we close, take a moment to experiment with this concept for yourself. Right now, take out a pen and paper, open your notes app, however it is you want to capture this, and jot down an outcome goal. Chances if, are, if you're listening to this, you already have some type of outcome goal in your mind. And if you don't, pause and then come back when you do. Next, write down just one process goal. You can flesh it out more later. Yes, there are more than one process goal required. Just bear with me here. Write down one process goal. For example, just to help get your wheels turning, let's imagine that you want to be able to do the front splits. Front splits is your outcome goal. 
your first process goal might be to stretch your hamstrings four times per week. Next, pick one of the enjoyment learning strategies I presented you with today and just decide that you're going to try it. Using my magic wand method, you would fully engage with your hamstring stretching session and feel a deep sense of gratitude for your body and its amazing capacity. Even though it sounds like magic, you can see the elements of presence, gratitude, engagement, mindfulness that is inherent to that particular method. If you'd like to try alternative strategy one, you'd create a clear image of yourself doing the front splits. You can not only see it in your mind, but you can start to feel it in your body. You imagine this front split doing version of yourself and ask how that person would feel about stretching hamstrings. You realize that person would enjoy it because it would feel good and they're good at it. When you do your hamstring stretches the next time, take a minute to deliberately channel that future version of you and start to trick your brain into enjoyment. If you'd like to try alternative strategy two, you will right now identify a small reward that you will give yourself when you complete each hamstring stretching session. Write it down. Maybe you'll treat yourself to three miniature schnauzer videos on YouTube or put on your favorite song and dance to it. Whatever makes you feel good. You can be specific here, and the reward needs to be good enough that you can get through the early days of difficult hamstring stretching. Your aim here is to couple the stimulus and reward in order to get yourself over the hump and get the flywheel of enjoyment turning. You write down on a day-to-day basis whether you accomplish or don't accomplish your goal, but you save your assessment until the end of the month. And then you can see how well you did on your process goal of stretching your hamstrings four times per week. Now you have a new goal for the next month to just improve a little bit. I hope this makes sense to you and I wish you the best of luck as you pursue your own goals and may you enjoy the journey. To recap this episode, the purpose here today has been to give you some ideas about how to learn to enjoy the journey some tangible takeaways that you can start applying immediately in your own life. Now, the meta takeaway from the episode is that you should really keep thinking about a problem if the solution isn't immediately obvious. In my case, I didn't have an alternative strategy right away for my friend when he asked me and said that he was struggling to enjoy the process. But by continuing to think about it and being open to input from additional sources, I was able to reconsider and come up with some tactics about how to actually do it. If you find yourself stuck on a problem or you can't think of the answer right away, I would encourage you to keep thinking about it and importantly, be willing to consider alternative strategies. Get input from outside sources, books, podcasts, videos, maybe even a coach who can offer you some perspective or be a sounding board. It's been a pleasure being back on Coach on Your Shoulder and sharing my thoughts with you today. Thank you for listening and be sure to subscribe so you can be notified about new episodes in the future. You've been listening to Coach on Your Shoulder. I'm Michael Hayward. Coach on Your Shoulder is a weekly podcast that you can subscribe to at all the finest podcast outlets. Coach on Your Shoulder is co-produced by Melissa Simmons of Luminology. If you have questions about finding a coach or how you can get the most of a coaching relationship, drop us a line. We always love to hear from listeners like you.